Love Talk Radio. to our ancestors under the guidance of our Creator and for the generations to come, in spirit and in truth, we, the Gullah Geechee Nation, hereby declare that we are a nation. We get it together for make sure we reserve a tech for more we story, we heritage, culture, the way with the crack we teeth, and this your land, whatever we want. We the make sure we take together the man we recognition. Are we government for take over everything? What did we write for how for all we people? But make sure we mention a thing for we community. Going on with all of we to work together. But make sure we to have one healthy place to live, care for one another, and have shiny thing for everybody. Build upon, for tougher, for true. Good evening, everybody. This show, the Queen Quet, head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I wanted to tune in one more again to this year, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. And so glad that it's still sponsored by the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. This year, evening, like every time, we together to get it, y'all. 
we make sure that we keep uplifting to the living legacy and to pay ancestral homage. So this year evening, we will pay homage to all of them, whether they are, who now the day in the realm of the ancestors, but who were there from Jacksonville, North Kakalaki, or Jacksonville, Florida, back in the early 18th century, when the Shaman Alexander Garden received to a nation within a nation. When they look wrong in this area, a South Kakalaki, 100 years ago, called it low country, and they see how it's a thing. They see it to a nation within a nation. Because we've been a nation, even back a Yona, in this time, when it recorded child slavery, even a nation, all of these are African, were the teeth, when carry our body with Madava, and we the giant together. But had we own we for carry on these things. And this year, day, we got to make sure we carry on for the next generation of children, what a kind hind we are, or kidding. We the honor, we answer to them by being the living legacy for this land. This year, month, the Gullah Sea Island Coalition, a launch for we first time, the Gullah Land and Legacy Month. And this year, day, a perfect time because we will honor we ancestor Tunis Campbell this year day or him but. So we got to give a moment of silence as soon as children can pull that vision for this year day as part of the online Tunis Campbell celebration. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. And let the church say, Amen. We're so glad it one more again for be your initial program and things like that. Especially since this year did the April fourth. This year did a plenty good day for me, plenty good day for plenty of the children what day down in Brunswick, Georgia. We know say it got the Tunis Campbell celebration going on and things like that. And me the day on the air but me getting ready for get back in the air in a Lee Wild and things like that and going for this year adaptation form. When we told them not robbery, they come together with hundred children this evening for my anniversary and the first time the world getting my voice to crack my teeth to the world for who we be down here and how we have to be able to steer that this year that we write for how we write to the tree of life. Now it's interesting to me the many people that since nineteen ninety nine have asked various questions about what is Gullah Geechee culture and what are the traditions and where is that and what is that language you're speaking in. Since the year 2000, people said, well, you all are the Gullah Geechee Nation. How is that? Who allowed you to be that? As I said to them at the launch of the Tunis Campbell celebration, God allowed us to be that. As you see on the national flag of the Gullah Geechee Nation, we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. And so as we continue in this human rights self-determination journey, it is an honor to be the person that has had the, has been afforded the opportunity to be an embodiment of a living legacy, to carry forth a movement and have people recognize that it is a movement while you're moving and not wait until after you're deceased and have intellectual dialogue and debate and pontification about what the meaning of the person's life had been and what was it that they were doing while they lived, while others sat on the sidelines and watched. It is interesting, though, to hear people attempt to dialogue and pontificate about you instead of coming to you. And so in this world today, Everyone has an opportunity to comment on something, and the world may possibly hear or read or see that comment through social media. But what we need to do is become social again, come together and become socially active and activated again. Come past your computer screen. Come past your PDA. Come beyond and turn off your cell phone and actually dialogue with those in your community face-to-face. And that is why the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition thought it was important, although this is National Poetry Month, to not just celebrate that in terms of the words that so many of our people can articulate so eloquently in poetic verse and prose, but to also 
celebrate this month as Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month here, now, and forever after to honor not only the legacy of self-determination brought and carried forth by our ancestors during the U.S. Civil War and furthering it during the Reconstruction era and continuing it through the Jim Crow Civil Rights era and continuing it today as we are in our human rights movement. We need to honor this legacy and teach our children because what the children must know, you must teach them. And what is so powerful and so divinely ordered for this day was the fact that even before I got on the air tonight, I received a message via the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page that was a message from the mother of one of our young Gullah Geechee sisters stating to me how in the classroom these students are currently studying let's say, nationhood around the world, all right? And so in their studies, this young sister wanted to understand more of the dynamics of living within the Gullah Geechee Nation and having dual citizenship and the official nature of our nation. And so as her mother clearly explained to her, at the declaration of the Gullah Geechee Nation, we became official, and we are internationally recognized as so, not just because some of y'all saw us on CNN International either, but we are recognized and respected in the human rights arena because we are a national, linguistic, and an ethnic minority that has dual citizenship within the United States and the Gullah Geechee Nation. Now, being that in 1999, I went to Geneva, Switzerland, and was the first Gullah Geechee to speak on behalf of Gullah Geechees before the United Nations Human Rights Commission and their 55th session. This was the first time in the world's story and our story and his story that any Gullah Geechee had done this and had taken this issue that there had even been rights violated the rights of Africans that now had come to be known as Gullah Geechee. This is the first time that that global arena heard of the full existence of Gullah Geechees. The International Human Rights Association for American Minorities had already made an intervention to let them know that there was such an ethnic group, there was such a minority group, but that had not yet moved forward any further than some of the other internal bodies of the UN, and then I was asked by Iram if, as the leader of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, I wanted to go forth to the United Nations to bring the issues of the Gullah Geechees to that global platform. I immediately said yes. There was no hesitation. There was no question. The Spirit said, this is what is going to be necessary. So to sit here all these years later on this exact date, April the 1st, and have the opportunity to reach the world through our own airwaves that reaches other bodies of individuals, it is a powerful time to have rushed in from Palawana Island, one of my ancestral islands, where we are working on the restoration of our cottages for the research arm of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition Center. And it was powerful to be there to touch items that others had held before me to stand on the land that was declared the first reservation in the United States, the first place that was actually written into law where indigenous Americans, in particular in this area, Kusabo and Dato, were to be placed on that island and then tried to force them into bondage, and if they would not go, simply starve them out, was what I found as I did research about our area. This was not something anyone ever told us growing up. We're sure that the elders had stopped retelling the story, and if you stop retelling, it starts to fade 
from the collective consciousness. So that's why we must speak things into existence. That's why we must speak and bring things back to remembrance. That is why we must speak and give life to our legacy. So this night, as we talk about human rights, as we talk about being a nation within a nation ever since the early 18th century, coming forward into 2000 when the Gullah Geechee Nation declared their nationhood in order to be recognized and to be taken truly seriously within an international arena of human rights law, to have the world under and overstand that we were standing for our right and on our rights to self-determination. The Gullah Geechee Nation came forth in July of 2000 with their declaration and also with a preamble to our Constitution, and that following year came forward with the Constitution. So one might say, well, wait a minute. Did she say she went to the U.N. in 1999? Correct, April 1st, 1999. And they declared as a nation in July 2000, yes, July 2nd, 2000, the quickening of the Creator said this is what must needs be done, and I have you to do it now, not later. Not just as my my close friend would say, not just now, but right now. So here it is that we stand at this moment as we commemorate this critical day in our story as Gullah Geechee's. There was no one before this going to speak up for the rights of Gullah Geechee's as a collective body. We have people now taking the slash out of Gullah Geechee, putting a space between it, because they want to be some new founded entity that says that they tell the story of Gullah Geechee people. That space means you are now opening a chasm for all other things to get in between a people and to divide them once again. The reason the slash was used was to bring Gullah Geechee together as one word because we've always been one blood, one people, and we're one nation. We did not use a dash because it looks like a minor sign. Too much has already been taken away from us. I myself am a mathematician by degrees. So therefore, these types of symbols mean a great deal in terms of what is to be calculated. So I want you all to under and overstand right now there are calculated efforts to keep the space between Gullah and Geechee so that they can be divided again because the stand for nationhood has become so globally profound and known that there are those working to undermine it and to try to dismantle it and to make sure that our next generation does not learn about their dual citizenship, their constitution, their flag, and more than that, their human rights and their right to self-determination. And international law and human rights surpasses domestic law, in other words, state and U.S. constitutional, local laws, all those things are under the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and human rights laws and tools and instruments. So you must know your rights if you are to protect your rights. So the very first part of the Gullah Geechee Nation Declaration is a mission statement as to why we decided to come together from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida to Sullivan's Island and Charleston County, South Carolina. Yes, one year and a few months after I first went to the United Nations. We came together to present to the world what our mission is, to preserve, protect, and promote our history, heritage, culture, language, and homeland, and to institute and demand official recognition of the governance, the minority rights necessary to accomplish our mission, to take care of our community through collective efforts, which will provide a healthy environment, care for the well-being of each person, and economic empowerment. The economic empowerment aspect is the critical key to why people now do not want you to bear the Gullah Geechee flag and do not want you to write Gullah slash Geechee. Economics is the 
economics was the issue when our ancestors were enslaved. And if you sit by and give up your story, give up your freedom, give up your human rights, give up your right to self-determination, you will, again, be economically, intellectually, and spiritually exploited for the financial benefit of others that are commissioned to now work against nationhood and to relegate you to some form of objectivity for tourists. So you need to recognize and know your story and share in this legacy. Economic empowerment comes much more easily when you have land. That is why this Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month is so critical. That is why we want to ensure the launching of it for April to honor the legacy of Tunis Campbell. Tunis Campbell, as many of you have heard me talk about each year on this program, many of you who are watching Gullah Geechee TV today has already seen the current episode and at GullahGeecheeNation.com, you will later see our blog about the current episode. But if you're on Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page, then you can see the videos there. You can go to Gullah Geechee TV on YouTube or go to www.GullahGeechee.tv, www.G-U-L-L-A-H. G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot TV, and you can tune in to the current edition of Gullah Geechee TV. Focusing on the Tunis Campbell celebration that is underway right now at the Roxy Theater in Brunswick, Georgia, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So I am mad for those who are listening in the archive because you were, there at the cele- you were at the celebration and now you've decided to go back onto your iPods or your iPads, your computer, where you downloaded it from iTunes or went to the Blog Talk site to listen to this broadcast. I'm thankful that you listen, but I will be grateful when you act. I'm thankful that you listen, but I'll be grateful when you act because we cannot let legacies like that which was left by our ancestors to die off or be forgotten. We must continue to speak the names of people like Tunis Campbell, who, although he was not a Gullah Geechee, he was born on April 1st, 1812 in Middlebrook, New Jersey. In fact, he was eight of ten children. He had never been enslaved. He was what you call from the lineage of free blacks, but yet he fought for the freedom of others. He did not feel like, well, that's not my problem. That's not my issue. That's not my battle. That's not my fight. Just like Denmark Vesey, when he purchased his freedom, God bless the dead, in Charleston because of winning the lottery, that plenty of y'all still trying to purchase your freedom, trying to win the lottery to do it, all right? Here it is. This man could have said, well, I'm done. He had his home. He had his little church. had his little business in Charleston. He could have said, I'm done. No, it's never done until all of us are free. That's why I played the Isley Brothers Harvest for the World, because we're going to talk about Gullah Geechee, land and legacy. We have to make this a harvest for all of our people. When I go to the United Nations, we are fighting for world freedom. Gather every man. Gather every woman gather all together, all right? When will there be a harvest for the world? I say it will be when we all begin to realize that there is something within our spirits and our souls that was planted there that we must begin to harvest that looks and walks and talks and lives out freedom. When we begin to harvest this thing, it will permeate through your every pore. People will see it radiate from you through your eyes. It will come out of your mouth. It will be in your hand clap, in your shout, in your walk. And that is when you will see those who don't ascribe to freedom. They can't even look you in the eye. They turn their eyes downward when they try to shun you, and then they try to dig holes hoping you'll fall in it. But trust me, when you fight for the freedom of others, God ordains this. You will always be safe and protected. The angels will always be dispatched about you. The story of Denmark Vesey was not a smooth one. The story of Tunis Campbell was not a smooth one. It involved persecution. It involved harassment. 
involved jailing. It involved every mechanism utilized against anyone being free. Don't think that folks haven't plotted my very death and sent people walking on the street, men dressed in women's clothes in Washington, D.C., photographing me doing other things until my security chased them. Don't think that there aren't those who are commissioned working to hope that they could scheme, but yet they know you all are listening. They know that the world is watching. That is how things got changed. That is how they became a national law within the United States for Gullah Geechee's is because the Gullah Geechee's ourselves fought for it. The Gullah Geechee's Sea Island Coalition led that effort. And in so doing, it was done and only passed after they heard from the international folks that said, yes, these people have this right. They just never called on you to make sure that you protected their rights. But now it's kind of hard to go to folks who have told you in the past that there were going to be certain things done for your people and then have them turn back against their word and expect them to do something uh, at another time and do it the right way. So we enter into this period of time that we are still yet commemorating. That is when the U.S. Civil War was still going on 150 years after the Emancipation Proclamation, the time frame in which we have this formation of the Freedmen's Bureau starting up. We have the Union troops all over the place. We have a number of things that are on its way being ushered in in the midst of all of this. Well, let's touch on that since today is the day that we honor the legacy of Tunis Campbell. Before the U.S. Civil War, as we even said, when big shooting thing when it started and thing like that, Tunis Campbell was part of the Colored Convention movement. And he worked along with Frederick Douglass, appeared along with him many times as a part of that. He then went on in 1863, all right, 150 years ago, to a commission position. I hold a commission position with the U.S. federal government right now. So, again, it's interesting because I never heard of Tunis Campbell in all my years of schooling in the Gullah Geechee Nation, all my years of studying his story and our story. Never read about it. But interestingly enough, once this role, once this this stage was set, as one might say, uh, for me to enter this federal arena of U.S. law, I find out more and more about the story of this thing called the Freedmen's Bureau, and many of you can tune to archived editions of this show if you want to learn the history of the Freedmen's Bureau and the Freedmen's Bank to really get a context for what happened when U.S. Secretary of War Edwin Stanton commissioned Campbell, Tunis Campbell, to work where? Port Royal, South Carolina. How interesting is that? Port Royal, South Carolina, the same place you saw me shouting January 1st of this year, 150 years after my ancestors had been shouting there, because that is the very town in which the Emancipation Proclamation was first read in the U.S., anywhere. Yes, the document, written and signed by then U.S. President Abraham Lincoln. So, yes, Tunis Campbell was commissioned to then come and work at Port Royal, South Carolina. Interestingly enough, Robert Stanton, Bob Stanton, is a good friend and ally, the first black man to be over the U.S. National Park Service. It's someone I've worked with in us achieving the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Act. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in divine order. The region I am from is called the Port Royal region. It encompasses Palawana that you heard me mention earlier and my home and neighbor island, St. Helena Island. Just cross the water. You can more swim than Port Royal. Okay? So here it is that we have 
150 years ago, 150 years forward. Either way that your mind is clipping in time with me in this story, our story, our legacy, it cannot be denied that land was to be our legacy, that land is still to be the legacy of the Gullah Geechee. Turn from your wicked ways. Humble yourself. Cry out. God will heal the land. And look here. You're going to take back. We see all the sand. And throw them on our hand too. Now give them a dollar. They need to work with them. Tall, I have to do this show. I have a show. And I have to know who I want to be. For a stand. All of this show. For we. Now interestingly enough. When William T. comes to Sherman. Who many only know about Sherman's March that burned down all these things all through the area that even now is where the Tunis Campbell celebration goes on at this hour, was actually captured. He captured Savannah, the city of Savannah, Georgia, which is here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, in December 1864. Then Congress set up the Freedmen's Bureau later in 1865. When they did that, Tunis Campbell, who had already been here working in the Port Royal region, was then appointed to go from South Carolina down to Georgia to supervise land claims in the resettlement of five of the Georgia Sea Islands, the Golden Isles, Osaba, Delaware, Colonel, St. Catharines, and Sopolo. Many of you see us fighting to save Sopolo now from the last 35 folks on it being displaced. We thank Brother Bailey, who is uh, plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, for having the opportunity to be on ESPN and actually taking the folks home for real, for real, and not denying where he is from. We thank him, and we know it is not a coincidence. This is happening now. Our story is being lived out even now. Return to your land. Many of you have seen Reconstruction, the Second Civil War, and I I was a reenactor in that film. I sang for that film, and I consulted for that documentary film, Reconstruction, the Second Civil War. That was on PBS, and you can find it online now. If you don't have it in your DVD collection, make sure to get it. We shot part of that film, Asava. What is the scene that I am in? I'm the lady carrying a huge basket. That's one of the scenes I'm in. I also play some other roles. I won't tell you all what they are in the film. But the basket, I carried the basket where on Asava, but what were we depicting? The resettlement of Asava, Delaware, Colonel St. Catherine, and Sopolo with Tunis Campbell. Dr. Mia Jamal Ture was there with me also at that time. I had my brothers there. I had my stepfather there. I had many native Gullah Geechis there with me. And as our ancestors embodied us as we get walked again on these islands. So this connection with this man has been ongoing. And the more that I live and grow, the more about him I come to know. They found that there were lands that Tunis Campbell made sure to purchase. Not just go deal with the government supervised land that he was told, but he purchased 1,250 acres, yes, 1,250 acres at a place called Belleville in McIntosh County. All right? McIntosh County now still has, and Liberty County have massive Gullah Geechee populations there, way more than 35 people. A number of our brothers from McIntosh County were there for the launch of the Tunis Campbell Celebration 2013 on Saturday at the Roxy Theater, the historic Roxy Theater in Brunswick, Georgia, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So, again, there's no coincidence. So now, as we start to go even further and come forward 150 years, here we are commemorating, here we are celebrating, here we are going back for go forward, San Kofa, we going back for fetching. 
If honey ain't no way, honey the day from. Honey can't know where honey the grind. So it would not have done justice to April being Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month without me giving you this kind of context, without me telling you that when you hear 40 acres and a mule, the same William Tecumseh Sherman that I mentioned a little while ago that captured Savannah was the same man that issued that field order during that time of that capture that said from Charleston and all the abandoned rice fields southward to Ferndina, Ferndina being our southern part of the Gullah Geechee Nation, Ferndina being where American Beach is at Amelia Island, all right, that down to there and 30 to 35 miles inland to the St. John's River would be issued to the Negroes. This was to be done in 40-acre plots. It also said no white should dwell herein unless in the course of the military occupation. Why was that? Because the Civil War was still going on. But beyond that, that was not to be the case. So you have land, you have it as heirs' property, or you have it as an individual, but it came from your family's blood, sweat, and tears from generations ago of people that never laid eyes on you and who you never laid eyes on unless someone had a sketch or a photograph of them. Trust me. You need to participate in the celebration of this month. How do you do that? You do that by getting out here and working the land. This is time to be planting seeds. This is time to be making sure to prepare the fields and make sure that you have something to grow for yourself. This is time that you help somebody else who is raising money to pay land taxes, help them to pay theirs. If you haven't paid yours, raise your money to pay yours. Whether you've got to do a fish fry, whether you've got to go out here, fishing season started, you get out here, catch a fish, sell a fish. These are the things that we must do. Go back to old landmark. This month, we are calling on all of you. If you're on Twitter, we are Gullah Geechee on Twitter. If you are on Facebook, we are Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. We are calling on you to send us images of what you are doing in the community to show us working on the land, working from the land, living from the land here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. If you are at a fundraiser to help with someone's land taxes, you can send us the information so we can make sure to post it. Email us to gogeeko at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. That email address is critical because we are also calling on every member, every supporter of the Gullah Geechee Nation, every member, every citizen of the Gullah Geechee Nation, every supporter of the Gullah Geechee Nation, and every member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, to come together this month and help us reach a $3,000 fundraising goal that we have for a land legacy fund that goes into the work that currently has to go on for the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition Center, as well as seed money towards the Gullah Geechee International Camp Meeting Center project. This month, April, Gullah Geechee, Land and Legacy Month, we need to raise $3,000, not $3 million. We do need $3 million in the long run. But we know that we can take seeds and you can grow trees. Those trees produce fruit. They have a whole lot of other seeds in them. So our $3,000 goal will be met by every member, every listener, every fan on the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page donating. If everybody on the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page alone donated $1, we would surpass this goal three times. And we could do that in a day. If everyone would realize there's more to it, and typing some words and tweeting some words and sending out some pictures. This is some real life we got to live. If we don't have the land, then there will be no culture. The Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition is the premier organization for the advocacy of Gullah Geechee human rights and land rights. So, therefore, we must protect the land that we own, and we must have institutions that you can visit. This $3,000 will be going to this legal matters that must be done 
for the center and the land and some tax things that must be done and set up and established so we have a fund to continue to help in the community to help others with what needs to be done. Don't say, I don't have a whole 3000 to give. Anybody said one person give 3000 We said everybody give. So if you got three dollars to give, you give three dollars. Somebody else will give three hundred. Somebody else will write that check for three thousand, and we will surpass that goal. This is April first. By April thirtieth, we should have already surpassed this goal a couple of times. Because if everybody on our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page gives one dollar, we will surpass it multiple times. So we'll call it on you to tweet it, tell it, post it, share it, and email us to G U L L. G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com to tell us about any fundraisers and efforts that you want to put on or how you want to come to the Gullah Geechee Nation to help work the land if you don't have any land of your own to work, but that you want to help the people here make sure that they remain on these lands that were part of special field order number 15 that many of you talk about as 40 acres of mule that William Tecumseh Sherman issued. You can start right now by digging in and being a part of this living legacy on the land for this Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month. You can write to the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition anonymously if you want to and send your donation. It's P.O. Box 1207, St. Helena Island, South Carolina, 29920. Post Office Box 1207, St. Helena Island, South Carolina, 29920. And again, if you did not get all that, email us, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at A-O-L dot com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AmericaOnline dot com to find out more details on how to help or where to mail in your support and especially if you want to hold an event, a fish fry, block party, you just going to pass the tray at your church, you're going to go around to your tent sisters, you're going to go to your frat brothers, your frat, your uh, fraternity sisters, your sorors, you're going to collect it, you're going to send it in. We gave you the address. You need to email us. You let us know. Because we have to continue to be economically empowered on these lands. You can also become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition Go to GullahGeechee.net, GullahGeechee.net. Geechee does not have any I's in it, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E.net. And you can find out more about the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's mission, and you can also obtain a membership form. You can also email GullahGeechee at AOL.com and obtain a membership form. We will be posting throughout the month on the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page and through our Twitter feed, you'll access things. We'll have pictures, hopefully, that will also go on our Pinterest wall of people who are sending in what they're doing to keep the land legacy alive such that people's blood, sweat, tears, bones, and placenta do not have to cry out for us and to us to say you are disrespectful because y'all are not even protecting the land or remembering who you be. Remember, if honey ain't know where honey the day from, honey ain't going to where honey the going. So we have to honor those who were behind us by making the way clear and making it better for those who are ahead of us. In other words, our ancestors did something for us. We need to do something for the next generation of our people. And that needs to be positive, and that means the way that we can do that, we have to sustain this land and make sure that we live out this mission to have a healthy environment and take care of each person and have economic empowerment in the Gullah Geechee Nation. These research cottages of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition help in terms of economic empowerment because every researcher 
that comes in, every artist that comes in and works through the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition helps to support the economic foundation of the Gullah Geechee Nation. They support many of the businesses, the crafts artists, the fundraisers that are going on while they're here working in the community. They help with the environment because many of them help with oyster reef rebuilds and road cleanups and yard cleanups and preparations and cleanups of elders' homes and yards here. We can sustain ourselves. All that we need, God has already given us. All that we need, God has already given us. But we have to act like we already have something. The name Gullah itself means people blessed by God. And I've told you before, if you don't want your blessing, please give it to me because I sure will and can use it. Now, talk about a blessing to not only still be here to have a voice, to not only still be here and standing, to not only be here building up my muscles as I was working today, cleaning and picking up and heavy lifting and, and putting indigo dishes away and all these things today in preparation for the reopening of our Hunter Home Cottages, God willing, uh, this will be open at the end of this Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Month. But to stop for just a few moments before the show and receive that message saying that this young lady's class is studying and now that she knows more about her own structure of her own nation, how she can now take this back to her classroom and share it with her teachers and her peers. But then to just have the spirit quicken me and just give me unction to say, you know what, Google your own name and Google the speech at the United Nations that you made April 1st, 1999. And as I did that, I came across an article that always sort of catches me again like it's new when I do find it, whether intentionally or by accident, on the Internet. That's entitled United Nations Session, Here's Gullah Language Plea. And the reason they said that is because I was the first person to ever speak Gullah, probably the only person to ever speak Gullah in the United Nations, because they encourage you not to do that. They encourage you to speak one of what they call the the, the uh, major world languages, like English, French, German, those types of things. Why? Because the interpreters there say they can interpret what you're saying, Spanish, and then the others they hope will learn and understand what you mean. Well, the Spirit told me differently. The Spirit told me to proceed and speaking in Gullah. Now, it's interesting because I want to read to you this story that was written in the local paper for Buford at that time, the Buford Gazette, at the close of me making this speech before the world. They published this for everyone in Buford to know about. St. Helena Island, Marquette Goodwine, has long been the center of attention in the low country. Performing her plays and giving lectures about the Gullah culture garnered her that, but this was different. When she spoke, people from Africa, North America, and Europe listened. Goodwine spoke to the United Nations 55th session of the Commission on Human Rights in Geneva, a stop in the Gullah Connection, Save the Sea Islands Tour 1999, an outreach mission of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. For delegates, Goodwine was one of many scheduled to speak that day, business as usual until she began to address them in Gullah. The electronic devices delegates used to translate languages would not work for Gullah, a combination of various African languages and Old English developed by Sea Island slaves. Nevertheless, Goodwine feels the story of how her ancestors were kidnapped from West Africa and forced to work on the islands during the years of slavery made an impact. They were stunned and captured when I started speaking in Gullah, the St. Helena Island native said. This was outstanding because it was an international arena. She owes the opportunity to the International Human Rights Association for American Minorities, an organization that helps groups present their issues to the United Nations. Spreading the word. According to the Gullah Geechee Coalition, the cultures began during the enslavement of Africans in America and are related to the traditional African cultures of people of the Windward or Rice Coast of West Africa. Many were isolated on the coastal islands, allowing them to maintain their culture, language, and traditions, Goodwine said. A poetess 
and playwright. Goodwhite has been invited to numerous schools and universities to perform her plays and give lectures. This year, the seven-member coalition, seven-member, they didn't mean coalition, they meant connection, will visit Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, and London. During her travels, Goodwine realized other people throughout the Sea Islands, various islands off the coast of South Carolina, Georgia, and North Florida, were working to preserve the Gullah culture, but they were not keeping track of each other's efforts. That was a problem. If we didn't galvanize something, the results would push us out, she said. That's what prompted her to start the coalition. And Goodwine's eyes, Hilton Head Island is the epitome of development run amok. Hilton Head is a prime example of native islander displacement and erosion of Gullah culture, Goodwine said. She calls it destructionment. When people come to Hilton Head, they play golf, they play tennis, they don't know the Gullah people exist. If the other islands end up like Hilton Head, no one would know the Gullah culture existed. The coalition's efforts include signing petitions and raising funds to preserve historic sites. The group also works to inform Seattle natives of their rights as landowners. They say the people perish for lack of knowledge, she said. I found people needed to be aware of their rights in order to be able to stay here. The organization based in the historic Kona homes of St. Helena works to promote and participate in the preservation of Gullah and Geechee culture, history, and language, ensure Sea Island land reacquisition and maintenance, celebrate Gullah Geechee cultures through artistic and educational means. Misinformation is this next section. While attending Fordham University in New York City, Goodwine saw a need to educate people about the Gullah culture. People would ask me questions, she said. A lot of what they heard about Gullah was wrong. They were lies. For instance, some thought that Gullah people were backward and ignorant and don't know how to speak English, or that black people in the South were all sharecroppers who didn't own land, or that Gullah people all practiced voodoo. A lot of the misinformation came from the movies that Hollywoodized the Gullah culture, she said. Goodwine decided to help get people to the Buford area to experience the Gullah culture themselves. I took the last $50 I had and put together a flyer about the Gullah excursion. As she posted the flyers at various locations throughout New York, Goodwine wondered if people would be interested in taking a bus trip to attend Buford's annual Gullah Festival where they could see participants celebrate celebrate Gullah culture through song, dance, and stories. When I got back to my house five hours later, the answering machine was loaded, she said. Goodwine has been offering the Gullah tour since 1986. It draws people from states including California, Michigan, Louisiana, Tennessee, and Georgia. People, and this is the final quote, quote, people are more willing to protect the culture if they can understand it, end quote. There's so much that I receive from hearing this, from reading this out loud, that I can't even articulate all of it to you in the remaining minutes that are here. But I'd like for you to articulate for me what you have gotten from not only this broadcast tonight, but if you are a member, supporter of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that's out here that's listening to us, that's in our chat tonight, for Gullah Get Your Rhythm Radio, I greatly appreciate you adding your comments, your questions, your remarks to these final few moments of my online celebration this anniversary of speaking before the United Nations for the first time. So our lines are now open, 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903. Right to knock on the door of somebody that I know who wanna be what they write you with we on this eight one three? Good evening, eight one three. How wanna to be? Other do the fine quick quit. How's it going this evening? I'm enjoying the show. I'm taking. I'm in class on time today. <laughs> I noticed you was here before the school bell rang this evening. I said let me call in because I knew I was going. Yeah, I said let me call in because I knew I was going to be moving around, and I'd rather concentrate and listen than <laughs> have too many right. distractions. So. I've just really been sitting back and enjoying this and listening today and just taking it in. Well, I truly appreciate you being here because it's always great to have anniversaries and celebrations, but it ain't like, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun if you got a cake there with candles in it and you're the only one there to blow them out, you know what I mean? So, uh, so definitely, you know, I appreciate you being here to eat of the spiritual cake again yes. tonight, you know, and to sit down at the table, you know, with me on this anniversary because so often 
we overlook these kinds of things and we don't think about them. And then after the fact, everybody passes away, and then folks start naming days and holidays for them and want to celebrate after they're gone. So yeah. it is truly appreciated for all those who celebrate with me this evening. So I'm so glad that Hunter the day. Thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. And then we see a number of people here tonight that are in the chat. Definitely, uh, Ashley Levin, I appreciate that comment. A call to action. Definitely, this is a call to action. I also appreciate you having posted the link for Reconstruction, the Second Civil War, Part 1, that folks will will be able to look at. And Ashley also wanted to know if there is a transcript of my U.N. speech. That is actually what I was Googling because the transcript for my U.N. speech had actually been placed on the Internet right after I made it and was there for a number of years. And so I was actually Googling it when I then came back across what you just heard me read. And so... I'm looking right now even as we speak because there are links to it, but I want to make sure that these links are live um, so that you all will be able to access it later on because so far the live link that was originally on the Internet is not there. It is coming up and sending people to the wrong places. I just found a live link for it, but it was under the wrong heading. So I will be posting this to Gullah Geechee Nation's page. I will also be on Facebook. I will also be tweeting this link so that others can see the transcript. And you can go to it at www.iharam.org, www.iram.org, slash files, F-I-L-E-S, slash G-G, APR99.htm. That's eram.org slash files, GG, in other words, Gullah Geechee, APR April 99 from 1999.htm. And you will find a transcript of that speech. The difference is that this entire speech is in English online because that is how it was written and given to them at the U.N., because they require you to hand them a written version so that the translators can attempt to read along with you when you make your intervention and you make your speech. However, the third paragraph uh, is actually when I switched and proceeded to speak in Gullah for the next at least four to five or six from what I'm looking at. It may have been more than that paragraphs before I switched back to English for them to pick up. And when I opened my mouth to speak, every ear in the room also opened up. And so definitely make sure that you go to that website, eram.org, and you can also go to our Twitter feed at Gullah Geechee later on, and you'll be able to find it. It's called Yeti Week. And that was my statement to the United Nations Commission on Human Rights. So we are definitely posting that right now as we speak and as we get ready to close out this year's broadcast in celebration of our story and our living legacy. Please make sure to contribute to the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition this month. Help us raise this $3,000 so that we continue to keep our legacy alive on the land and make sure you get out and touch some Sea Island sand this month. I don't care if you plant a hill of beans or one bucket of middles, make sure that you do something so that we honor the legacy of not only Tunis Campbell, but our ancestors who were enslaved in these fields, but they never gave up, their spirits never gave out, and their energy and their power and their legacy lives on. This year, the Queen Quet, head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that Hunter Chillin done joined we one more again for this year Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Hunter Chillin know who me be. Queen Quet, head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Hunter Chillin, take it, take it. God bless you on this year journey for self-determination.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.